0: Bung, bung. Welcome to the potty is supported by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best in sports betting advice. You can sign up to Bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R E F, slash welcome to the potty, P O D D Y, and to promo code potty exclusive 50, that's potty exclusive 50, for 50% off your first week subscription. What do you get out of your subscription? Joel does the research, him and his team do the research, they send you the bet, what bet to take, they find where they've got the edge on the bookmakers, they'll tell you what bet to take, which bookmaker they feel like they've got the edge on, um, how much of your bankroll to bet, and why they think they've got the edge at this particular bookmaker. Now, how, how much more information do you need, you know? You just got made redundant. You're sitting at home getting this fucking $750 from the government or whatever. You're about to buy yourself a new chain. You're not going to pay your rent. You need to get your money up, Duke. Sign up to betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code exclusive 50 and get your pockets fat, bruh. You need to get back on top. And this is the way to do it. It's all suspended at the moment cause there's no fucking sports But when this shit comes back betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 that's POTTY EXCLUSIVE50 to get your fucking money, y'all Welcome to the Potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness that's F-N-X Fitness Go to the link in my, in the episode description or the link in the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio uh, enter promo code D Y for 10% off every purchase, dude, let me tell you this, you're at home, you're working from home, you've been made redundant, you're eating snacks, you're eating fucking macaroni, cheese, you're eating chocolate, ice cream, chips, dip, you're putting on some fucking weight, bro, you look like shit, get on this Phoenix Fitness shit, get your protein, get your creatine, get your testosterone or whatever the fuck it is you need. Your fat, your fat shredder, your, your fucking pre-workout, whatever it is, to get, to lose that weight, get your libido back up, start fucking and getting that action, bruh. Link in the episode description. Enter promo code Party for 10% off, dude. Shed that weight. Alright. Let's start the show. Welcome to the, potty. Welcome, baby. Welcome Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party. Bung oh, no, no, no. Bung! It's your man Clay Tron aka The Big Boss Man aka The Clumsy Jeweler because I'm always dropping gems aka The Milkman! Because I always deliver. Okay, the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PR of podcasting, the captain, the Tim, the tool man, Clayla of podcasting, bro. I'm out here on the tools every fucking weekend, living on this gigantic property, trying to try and make sure this shit, you know, it's out here. It's out here fucking looking all right. You feel me? And um, it's difficult, but... It, you know, it gives me something to do. It makes me, instead of, like, cracking a beer at 12 o'clock, I don't crack a beer till like, 6 o'clock sometimes or 4.30. So, I'm fucking Tim the Tall Man Claylor, bro. I went, what did I do this weekend? So, we, Friday night, we went to Lou friend of the show, Lou Darla. You know, at Lou on Instagram. Ugh. Right? We went to his mom's house, picked up a trailer, drove about an hour, picked up these rocks, right? In the rain, it's raining on us, right? We got gloves on, we're picking up these rocks, putting them in the trailer, we load up, we drive home, take the trailer off the car, right? And then it's pissing down the rain, so we didn't unload the trailer. Then this morning, Rachel goes to work, right? It's Saturday. So I'm like, word? I gotta do this myself? Check this out mum calls me just as i'm going outside she's like what are you doing i'm like bung bung bang." she's like oh do you want some help she comes unloads it with me it's all done one trailer load wasn't enough i'm gonna be honest with you i'm gonna need i'm gonna need probably a bunch more but anyway did all that did all that i'm hanging some pictures so i gotta drill into the walls and shit today um we're out here really doing things i need a tool belt i'm probably gonna get a tool belt um, you know, that's probably my next purchase from Bunnings, uh, who should really be a, a, a sponsor of the show, to be honest with you. Um, what else, what else, uh, boots. Now I've got some Timberlands, but that's more, that's more for swag points than, than it is for, uh, you know, for fucking productivity, you know? So I probably want to go to Bunnings, see if they've got some four teams. In work boots, um, but yeah, so that's what I've been doing today. The garden looks dope. Looks dope. I, while we were loading up last night, I jammed my finger in between two rocks. My finger looks, it looks like a dog's breakfast, dude. My finger looks like a dog's breakfast, bro. Which is, it's not good to look at. Um, you know, Rachel's Rachel's not gonna really want it, and you know? I'm not gonna. It's, and you know. It would probably hurt me if I did that. And maybe, you know, be, you know, you know, it would be, you know, it'd infections. There would be infections probably for the both of us if that happened. It's, it, it looks like shit, bro. But I'm trying to dry it out so I haven't got a band-aid on at the moment. So it's, you know, it's, it's ugly. It's out there and people can see it. Um, but, dude, today's Saturday. When you listen to this, it's going to be Sunday. And guess the fuck what, dude? I'm driving probably right now on my way to meet my puppy for the first time, bruh. Meet my puppy, dude. I'm happy as a motherfucker, bro. It's a long drive, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go, go grab this coffee and then drive out there, meet this dog, and then we get it in two weeks. Oh <gasps> shit, dude! I'm so excited, man. Oh, let me just add to last night after I fucking jam my finger, dude. Reversing a trailer, bruh? One of the hardest things a man can do. Dude, I, had, I legitimately had a midlife crisis last night at, at the age of 29. I'm almost 30. Oh, by the way, my 30th birthday, I'm just going to be locked up in the house. Um, and I know I've got a couple of friends that intentionally did nothing for their 30ths. Um, you know me, I like a drink. I like a fucking drink, so I wanted to have a 30th. Will I have a belated 30th? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe, maybe I'll just have a 31st. I'll have a big 31st. Just depends, man. So, who knows? Who fucking knows, bro? But um, reversing a trailer, dude, that shit was enough to really give me a nervous breakdown, bro. It's not easy, bro. And we were in the Range Rover Sport, so... I really couldn't even see the trailer because the trailer was smaller than the back of the car. So it was fucking difficult, dude. It was difficult, but we got it done. Um, was, I, was I a little bit cranky afterwards? Yeah. Yeah. Did we stop at the bottle shop on the way home to get a couple of beers to calm the boss man down? Yes. Yes, we did. Yes, we fucking did. Will I say the brand of the beers? No. Sponsor the fucking show. Sponsor the fucking show. Did I have a coffee this morning? Yes. Do I tell you where from? No. No. Sponsor the show, you know? Send these fucking emails out and everyone's like, I'm not really interested right now. Okay, you're lost, motherfucker. You know, I send the fucking, the little bunglords your way. You get some money. You kick me back, what, 10%? You can't do that. Get your fucking money up, dude. I know it's a fucking recession or pandemic or whatever you want to fucking call it, but like, honestly, get your fucking money up. Fucking hell dude, get your fucking money up bruh, you feel me? Easy money Um, dude, this pandemic, the lockdown, so I don't know if this is like a worldwide thing or if this is like a, um, local thing, I don't even know if it's Adelaide-wide or just like my suburb, but people are putting teddy bears in their front yards and front windows and gardens and shit, right? Because a lot of people as a, are walking as families and it's for the kids to play like, you know, like spot the teddy bear. Which I think is a dope idea. I think it's a dope idea. And um, we've got a teddy bear at the front of our house and the wind, dude, this fucking wild wind. It has been windy as a motherfucker, bro. So that wind really fucked our teddy up, but we moved it. We moved it and it's been... It's uh, it's been safe since since the move, but um, I'll tell you this: this teddy bear, his name's Coco, right? It's one of my childhood teddies. When I went and picked up these teddies, dude, it really brought back a uh, like a piece of my childhood, like my, you know, that childhood like whimsy, you know that 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 childlike curiosity, dude. That shit came back to me, bro. I was sitting in there. I, was, I wanted to I wanted to cuddle my teddies, dude. I, like, at, I'm 29, bro. And I was sitting there, and they're all in a duffel bag, all my teddies at my mom's place, right? And I went to mom's, and I was like, oh, you know, the the neighborhood's doing this. She's like, yeah, yeah, could, do you mind if I use one and put it in the front window? I was like, yeah, go ahead, right? And we opened this duffel up, and I was like, I want to just put these on the bed and roll around and fucking cu- cuddle these teddies, dude. That's how I felt. So I brought two teddies home peep this i brought two teddies home put one put one out the front and brought one into the onto the sofa with me and i was i was holding i was holding that teddy for a whole night bro real talk bro honest honest that happened so um dude i think it inspired me right so i've been having all these ideas and i was talking to shout Um, and you guys might know, shout from the, the three piece feed story, this motherfucker, he's the one that wants to tell everyone the time on his new iPhone six, you know, instead of me just telling him off my watch and, you know, have to beat up a couple Africans. Well, one out of two Africans I beat up. So, um, and you know, I'm part African probably. So it's, it's difficult to, you know, beat up, you know, one of your cousins or whatever. So Um, so yeah, I did that, but yeah, I've been having these ideas and like me and Shao have been talking about all these potty ideas and content, you know, and it's got the juices flowing, the creative juices, bro. And I haven't slept in probably two days writing all these notes and shit. Fucking get to sleep. You wake up straight away and you got to write a note. I've got, I've finally been writing some jokes. And, you know, I don't know if they work or not because I'm not able to perform them. And it's just different. You don't want to do them in front of your girlfriend or whatever, you know? You know, like, and because she'll be like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Laugh then, you know? Jesus. I don't just go like, oh, oh, you're sexy. And then just play PlayStation and not fuck her. Do you know what I mean? That's craziness. So if I'm funny, laugh at me. So I don't, I don't want to tell people jokes unless I'm in the setting, in a comedy club and we're we're ready to do laughs. But, um, yeah, so what was I saying? Yeah. Fucking creative juices have been just flowing wildly. So we got some, we got some fucking ideas. I don't know how long it's going to take to execute these things, but stay tuned, bro. Stay fucking tuned, bro. Um... Uh Oh yeah Sorry The Teddy So the wind and shit It started getting me also re- remembering um Now I've got some American listeners Do you guys remember in the northeast Like New Jersey, New York and all this shit Hurricane Sandy Dude I was in America for this Hurricane Sandy That tore up the whole Jersey Shore And all this shit But our school got a little bit fucked up And a tree fell down And um our school like prides itself on... This is Bryan University. It used to pride itself on like no missed days, right? So even when there's like a fucking blizzard, they wouldn't cancel classes and shit. It was wild. And a tree fell down, dude, which could have fallen on anyone like it's dangerous. And they still didn't cancel classes, bro, in a hurricane. Think about that. Think about that, dude. These motherfuckers don't care... If a tree falls on you? That is fucking insane, bro. Get me... Get me the fuck out of there. I'll tell you this right now. I didn't go. You know? I was an athlete. I don't want a tree falling on me. I'm gonna miss the next fucking nine games, you know? Fuck that. So I didn't go to school. I watched. I'm um, probably watched The Office or Friends or Scrubs or something. I was watching that kind of shit back then. Um, but yeah, dude, I remember that shit. That was wild. That was wild, bro. These are all memories and stories, bro, that I have sometimes in my life. Dude, check this out. I once got on a plane. Guess who's sitting up front? And obviously up front's the rich seats. Um, oh, wow, that's a good story when you don't remember the celebrity's name. The fucking guy who was on Third Rock from the Sun. And you guys, you know, you guys are now saying the dude. Now you guys are thinking of the dude from Inset. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You guys are like, what? You saw him? Nah, dude. Nah. The old dude. Uh, And he also is the voice of Lord Farquaad on Shrek. What's his fucking name? All right. Let's get the Google machine out. Oh, we got a text from Rachel. She's feeling better. She was feeling a bit sick this morning. I said, I hope you feel good. Love heart." And she said, feeling better. You know, and that's... Dude, that is how you do relationships, bro. You know, just a word to the wise. And I don't... Bro, what is that... Am I getting that saying wrong? That phrase? Is it word to the wise? Because if you're wise... If someone's wise, why would you um need to give them any words? You know, any advice? Just a thought, bro. Just a fucking thought. What am I looking at? Um, Lord, fuck I'll look up Lord. Fuck. Um, third rock. John Lithgow, bro. Been on a plane with him. Did I talk to him? No, no. I let, I let celebrities rock, bro. Um, Alicia Keys. I walked past her in Barcelona. I was with my team and they... I was like, dude, that was Alicia Keys. Like, no, it wasn't, you fucking idiot. It was just a girl that looked like her. I was like, okay. Well, she was swagged the fuck up from head to the Tizzo. She was walking around with two fucking security guards. It was Alicia Keys. They're like, you're an idiot. We're tourists, right? So we walk into the Hard Rock Cafe. And you know Hard Rock Cafe has 40,000 fucking TVs in there. We look up and it says up on the fucking first TV we look up. Alicia Keys, live in concert, Barcelona, tonight, or whatever. I was like, you fucks, that was her. We just walked by her, and you fucks. You fucking clowns, you know? Um, I was in Paris once, and I didn't see anyone famous, but I saw a bank teller that looked exactly, and I mean exactly, bruh, like Eva Longoria. So think about that. I basically met Eva Longoria, and I, I hugged this bank teller. I hugged her, and... I said, je t'aime to her, which, uh, which means I love you in French. So she laughed, hugged me. We got a photo together. So I got a photo with a woman that looks like Eva Longoria and, um, what else? Anyone else? Ari Shafir, who I've talked about on this party before, because he's the comedian that did the distasteful shit about Kobe. But I met, I met him at his concert. He, uh, went to the bar And I was sitting between him and the bar and he walked by me and I was like, Ari, what's up? I'm the guy, I I invited you to be on my podcast. He's like, uh, okay. (laughs) He didn't give a fuck, dude. I was like, go fuck yourself. No, I wasn't. Um, He was funny, but that's the one probably celebrity I've talked to. I think I told you guys the story about Andre Iguodala. uh, Famous for playing in the NBA. Um, Played for Philadelphia. Denver, Golden State, got traded to Memphis. I don't believe he played a game at Memphis and now he's at Miami. I might have missed some teams. I don't know. But he, he went to Springfield High School in Springfield, Illinois, where my dad's from. And that's strange, isn't it? That's my dad's high school. It's my uncle's high school. That's my cousin's high school. All right. So I'm in China um, playing over there. For Nike in China, right? And this fucking guy... Andre Iguodala's there, right? And he's teaching me moves and shit. And I banged on this fucking Asian kid so hard. And that's a slam dunk for all you uh, laymans out there, right? I banged on this Asian kid so hard. He falls, breaks his fucking leg. And Iggy comes up to me afterwards and he's like, Fuck, man. What a dunk. Like, told me I'm a good dunker, right? Pretty sure this dude... Was in, he was in the dunk contest. I don't think he won. I think Nate Robinson beat him. But anyway, later I asked him for a photo. He said no. He was busy working out. So I didn't get a photo with him. Years later, I go to Springfield, Illinois to visit my family. And I find out Andre Iguodala is my second cousin. And I've already met him. And I met him before I knew he was my cousin. So I could have, you know, if I had have known that, maybe I would have got a photo with him. I would have said, dude, you're my cousin, bro. You know, your, dude, his, his uncle, his dad is my dad's cousin, right? So that makes him my second cousin. So his dad's name is Fred and his name's big finger Fred, bro. Cause dad said that he had this big middle finger and he'd be on the court bowling, right? And he'd flick people with this big finger. (laughs) And obviously you guys know me. So all I'm thinking about is like, I wonder if he used to get that action, you know, like, just finger fuck bitches with this big middle finger, you know? And I wonder if because people people say I've got big fingers, right? Like big hands, big fingers, and like when I sometimes if I give the middle finger they're like, oh, that's a big fuck you, you know? And I wonder how much of a big fuck you it is from big big finger Fred. Or Frank, is it Frank maybe? Big finger F. It's like big finger Frank or Big Finger Fred, but so that's you know, that's basically every celebrity story I've got for you, dude. You know? But that's pretty dope. What else, man? Um, speaking of basketball, is everybody watching The Last Dance on fucking Netflix, dude? Oh, I'm not ready to give it a review yet because obviously it hasn't already been released. But let me tell you this, bro. Easy money. That shit is easy. Motherfucking money, bro. Mike? Dude, I already loved Mike. Mike is a next level motherfucker, bro. My God. And he doesn't give a fuck. To this day, to this day, he's... Bro, I need a till this day uh, soundbite. Uh, to this day, you know, to this day, this dude's fucking talking shit about his old opponents. Fuck you, bro, you know? Talking about the Pistons and how they didn't shake hands like the Pistons... If you guys don't know, the bad boy Pistons, Detroit, they used to always beat the Bulls. So Mike played for seven years before he got his first championship. Um, and he he had to beat out the, the Pistons in the Eastern Conference Finals and they didn't shake hands after the game, right? And, um, you know, Horace Grant calls them, he's, he said, straight bitches, right? On the documentary, he called them straight bitches. Mike's just like, no, nah, that's bad sportsmanship, all this. Isaiah Thomas, right, who played for the Pistons, Still bags myself up. He's like, oh, you know, if I'm getting judged for a lapse in judgment, it hurts even more today. Fuck, shut the fuck up, bruh. You know? Fuck. Hell no, nah, bruh. Hell no. Till the no no no. Yeah, to the no. And um, yeah, dude. Fuck, Mike, Mike doesn't give a fuck. Dude, Dennis Rodman, mid-season. He's like, I need a I need a break. Leaves, goes to Vegas, parties with his girlfriend Carmen Electra. He's just out there fucking and sucking, drinking, doing drugs. All that comes back, bowls out. D-Rod. Now that sounds, that sounds like a that's the kind of guy I can fucking get around. You feel me? They said Scotty made fuck all money on his thing. Turns out the rest of his career he was making fucking bread. he, he made more money than Mike. At the end, but he, he signed like an $18 million deal over seven years, which he, and everyone starts like, you know, Oh, who was this motherfucker's agent? Dude, Scotty Pippen had a paralyzed dad and a paralyzed brother, two dudes in his house in wheelchairs. He was just ready to sign anything to get some money to support him. You know, people are who's this motherfucker's agent? It's like, did you, are you watching the same shit I'm watching? Dude, anyway, I could go on and on and fucking just... I could basically just tell you the whole story, but just watch this shit. You need to watch this shit. But, dude, my friend sent me... My friend got a hold of every episode and sent me the links, but I think I'm going to watch it with you guys. I'm going to watch it Monday nights when this shit comes out and just fucking watch it as it comes out so I can still support the Netflix episode. Because I don't know if I watched... the the whole thing twice, you know? So I don't want to watch it all by ripping it and then not watch it on Netflix and not support Mike. So I'm just going to watch it as it comes out. But thank you to Michael for sending me that. Um, But I'm not going to do it. I'm going to watch it as it comes out. So, um, dude, since we're fucking talking about Clay's reviews, we may as well fucking get straight into it. Let's do it. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set, design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clasier Goose. Alright, dude. We have got... Dude, obviously, it's fucking lockdown. So I've been watching a shit ton of movies and series and shit. So I've got a lot here for you. And let me tell you this. We've just got a whole list filled with mediocrity today. Okay, so first, there's this movie called Money Monster starring... George Clooney and uh, Julia Roberts, um, and it's basically this dude's this dude's this eccentric fuck boy, um, like that does dancing. He, he, it was cringy to watch George Clooney do this. He's got a dance face. Um, I don't think that he was told to make this face. I honestly think that he probably dances with this face in real life. It was difficult to watch him do that. Um, Dude looked corny than a motherfucker, bruh. Man, you corny! Uh, but... Let me tell you this. Um, yeah, he's 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 this dude that goes on TV and he does all these, like... Um, you know, visuals and he tells you who to... Who to put your money in on the stock market and all this. And then someone rolls up with a gun and ho- basically holds him hostage on live television. And, you know, that would be, that, that That would never happen. And also, um... I don't I don't know. It it wasn't great. It just wasn't a great movie. Um it it dragged out. Uh the I don't know, the police let it go way too far. Dude. Remember the Boston Marathon bombing? Right, I was there for that, dude. I was in America for that. I was at school, right? I was in Rhode Island. My girlfriend was in Boston. I was planning to go to Boston and I they They cancelled every train except two trains into Boston. I got on one of those. While they're hunting this motherfucker down. This is how badly... You know, when cats are in love, they do wild shit. I should have stayed at school, you know. But I wanted to go see my girl. So, I jump on this train, go to Boston, and they catch the motherfucker, right? I go to the bar, and... Um, these people were partying so hard, and I'm like, "Oh, what's going on?" They're like, "We fucking got him." I was like, "Oh yeah, like we did." And she's like, "No, not like you didn't." I was like, "Oh," I was like, "Oh, so you did?" And she pulls out her FBI badge in one of those things, like dead ass. They have them like in the movies where it's just an ID and a badge in a leather thing. She pulls that out, black woman, and I was like, "Oh shit!" So me. My girl and these FBI agents are all just getting lit in this bar. And my, my girl worked at the bar, I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So she was at work. So I rocked up. I put my, I didn't have a key, right? So I put my bag just out the door and then I went to the bar. And she was like, what the fuck? You're here? And I was like, yeah, dude. And she was like, I was still working. So, no, my girl wasn't partying with her. I was partying with FBI agents, bro. I've partied with fucking FBI agents. And I forgot all about that. And I was just on a podcast the other week. I think I might have mentioned it. And I told the three-piece feed story. And th- I should have told the fucking Boston Marathon story. Even though it was, you know, it's not the best story. But, like, we haven't all partied with fucking FBI agents, you know. Um, so, that's pretty cool. Got lit with some FBI agents. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that they did their job and I, it just felt like the police in this money monster movie didn't do a great job, dude. And I just didn't buy it. I just feel like the police are more organized than this. Um, the head police officer, the chief, he was Gus Fring out of Breaking Bad too. But anyway, um, if you miss money monster, everything's going to be okay, dude. It's not the best movie I've seen, bro. Uh, six out of 10. Um, I watched this wild comedy. Um, so I I reviewed Detroiters the other week, um, and this guy in it, Tim Robinson. So a couple two people said you should watch this TV show. I think you should leave. It's got Tim Robinson in it. So I watched that, and it is dumb as fuck, dude. It's so stupid, but. It cracked me up, dude. Again, I would watch this shit in bed while Rachel was asleep and I'd be trying to hold in my laughter and I couldn't. I'm waking Rachel up and shit, like ruining my relationship and shit over this shit. So it was funny as fuck. Um, Real dumb comedy. So, like, if you like um, Tim and Eric, the Tim and Eric show, uh, you would like this. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. Um, You know, low production value, shit wigs shit transitions just funny bro um seven out of ten for that um now I watched the new movie Chris Hemsworth Aussie, Aussie 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 bro in um extraction and there is a there is a long long scene like have you seen Birdman how they do the whole film and it looks like one scene I think there's a similar scene in Revenant Um, they did one like this in Extraction and it was fucking sick. It was such a sick scene. It was clearly edited to look like it. It wasn't obviously filmed that way, but, um, it was fucking sick. I was invested. It was violent as hell. Cool kills, violent kills, um, not heaps of humor, uh, but you don't always need humor. Um, cool little message at the end. The one thing I didn't—I like, oh, I won't do the spoiler—but the ending was a little bit maybe corny and maybe like trying to be like Inception, is it, isn't it, or whatever. Um, but yeah, dude, it was fine. I would—I'd wa- probably watch it again. So, similar to John Wick, like just a lot of action, a lot of kills. Um, you know, I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty at the moment, and this shit fucking got me g'd up. Now I'm talking about it, I kind of get off the potty and play fucking Call of Duty. You know, so seven out of 10 for extraction so um next a documentary about mr rogers um remember mr rogers neighborhood uh it's more of an american thing to know about but it's a children's television he was he basically started children's television remember sesame street so does mr rogers He fucking he was in there before that and he i mean he was watching cartoons and like things are killing each other and hurting each other he just wanted to you know, he wanted to do something that would, you know, make people love each other and respect each other and teach kids about things that parents don't want to talk about, like the Kennedy assassination. Like you're seeing the word assassination on TV all day. So Ms. Rogers is like doing like puppets saying, What does assassination mean? And all this shit. Dude, he was G'd up from the feed up. He was a real one. Um, dope documentary. There there needs to be more people like this, dude. It made me feel Guilty, because I go on the potty. People write in for advice. i got the perfect opportunity to help people out, and I ridicule them, bro. But it's funny. This is all jokes. Welcome to the potty podcast. It's all jokes. We donate to charity. (laughs) Charity. We donate to charity. It's all fucking gravy, bro. It's all jokes. But Mr. Rogers, he was making the world a better place. I'm just making it a funnier place. You feel me? So, Mr. Rogers, uh, won't you be my neighbor? It's called. Won't you be my neighbor? On Netflix, 8 out of 10. Um... And all four so far have been on Netflix. Uh, What else have I watched? How to lose a guy in 10 days. I don't need to tell you much about it. Everyone's probably seen it. I've just never reviewed it. Watched it with Rachel again. Um, You know, there's a reporter. She's doing a story on how to lose a guy in 10 days. The guy is putting up with her shit because he's made a bet with some colleagues about I can make a girl fall in love with me in 10 days, right? So... Um you know that will get uncovered at some point and so you know big fight and then you know she's gone to the airport he's got to chase her down which is stalker behavior um I would never condone anybody do that never ever that stalker behavior she's gone to the airport let her go bro you waited you waited too long it's your fucking problem now give her a phone call when she lands tell her how you feel tell her to come back or, or ask if you can come there there's no chasing to the airport that shit should be illegal bro um But yeah, you know, typical rom-tom recipe, rom-tom? Rom-com recipe, 6.5 out of 10. Um, There's a new one on Netflix called Love Wedding Repeat. Um, It's got my girl in it, Olivia Munn, bruh. Now, she's a smoke show, but she shouldn't have said yes to this movie. Fucking poo, bruh. The whole movie takes place at one wedding where it's just all, you know, drama, drama, bullshit, bullshit. It sucks, bruh. Don't bother. 3 out of 10. 3 out of 10, bruh. Um, another documentary, Sour Grapes. um I watched Sour Grapes and that is a documentary about this dude who's like a wine savant, so he's very good at wine. <laughs> Whatever that means, tasting it, good at, dude, I'm good at beer then, cause I'm good at tasting it, drinking it, doing what I got to do. But this dude just know, like, he can drink wine and be like, oh, that's a '76 Rosie from the Napa Valley region or whatever. But he's an Asian dude, so he's more like, oh, this, uh this is a 1994 Shiraz, Uh and it, uh, it is from uh, the uh, Barossa Valley region, and that was racist. Um. But this dude is so good at wine that he can buy cheap wine, mix it like it's chemistry, make it taste like good wine, right? And then he'll he'll bottle it and put fake labels, fake corks, and sell it like it's good shit, like it's fucking hundred year old vintage shit for a thousand dollars a bottle. You know. Um. So he's in jail, dude. I think he's in jail, bro. Think about that for fraud. Um so that was yeah I mean interesting enough it was done well um depends if you're into that type of thing really but as far as um you know technically you know 7 out of 10 like I said this was this is a list filled with mediocrity today um what else Dude, I watched Too Hot to Handle with Rachel, which is basically Love Island, except you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to do any sexual things, not even kissing. There's a hundred dollars, a hundred thousand dollars up for grabs. And every time someone kisses, there's like a three grand penalty. If they you know, if you suck a dick, it's like fucking seven grand. If you fuck, it's like twenty grand, right? And then there's winners at the end. It fucking sucks. Um, there was a hot bird on it named Francesca who, you know, like, you know, she's all, you know, got fake titties, fake lips, but I'll tell you this, I don't discriminate. She looks good as fuck. Like 10, she's tanned up. You know, she's a fucking 10. You feel me? God. Easy money. Look good as fuck. Um, but this shit sucked, bro. Four, uh, four out of 10, I'd say. Watched another movie called Side Effects. Um, so far, these have all been on Netflix. Um, Side Effects is basically a psychological thriller. <laughs> Lots of twists and turns. Jude Law. Um, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Uh, and again, just decent. Not, not the best movie, not the fucking worst. It's a 7 out of 10, dude. I don't want... There's not much I can say before without giving it away. Alright? Seven out of ten. Now medical police. There's a uh a show that this is a spin-off of called um Children's Hospital. Which I don't believe I've actually reviewed before. So let me review Children's Hospital first. So Children's Hospital was a web series. Um it was fucking so stupid, dude. So dumb. It was like a, sp- was like a spoof of um, ER and Grey's Anatomy and shit with all co- comedic actors and it's just dumb as fuck. And it is so stupid and so funny, bro. And I give that an 8 out of 10. And then Medical Police is the same people and it's a spin-off of Children's Hospital. And it is just as stupid and not quite as funny. But funny enough, it had me laughing out loud, that's for sure. Um, But it's not not quite as good as Children's Hospital. So Children's Hospital gets an 8 out of 10. Medical Police gets a 6 out of 10. Um, And I watched this movie last night, another thriller, called Dangerous Lives. And I'll tell you this... um, I knew who the bad guy was as soon as I saw him. He didn't even do anything yet. As soon as he's on the screen, I knew he was a bad guy, so that was a bit annoying. You could just tell, you know, so there was that. There was the it was lazy. Um it was it felt quickly put together. Uh, maybe the editing, maybe the editing could have been better. Um the writing for sure, and the acting for sure. Yeah, it wasn't great, dude. 5.5 for dangerous lives. And, um, I've forgotten one. Uh, let me just check my list here. Oh, dude, the trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Now this is not really a murder mystery, but it's a, just a murder doc, murder doc and chill, bro. Um, this is a little, a little boy, eight year old Californian boy who got abused by his mother and boyfriend, his mother and his mother's boyfriend, got tortured and killed by these motherfuckers, bro. And it's about, it's about that. It's about the broken system of um, the Department of Children's Services or DCS. Yeah, Department of Children's Services in America. Um, And how they just try to sweep shit under the rug. And yeah, dude, it's a bunch of bunch of really sick, sick fucks, bunch of sick fucks. Um, but yeah, heartbreaking stuff. Really good documentary though. Eight out of 10. Oh, oh man, I'm getting a sore throat from talking so much, bro. But shit, that's Clay's reviews, man. Holy shit. So what was that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9 10, 11, 13, 13 reviews, bro. Um, that wasn't all in this week. It was just because last week with Paul, I only did the ones that he had watched, you know, because otherwise that would be annoying, boring for him. So, um, so some of those are a couple weeks old, but there. Now we can reset and uh, do do hopefully less Clay's reviews next week. But fuck, there's a lot of fucking reviews, brother. Um. Shit, what we got here? Fucking would you rather? Let's fucking uh, let's fucking do it, dude. Um, ah, oh, that's a little bit dead air for you, but um, just waiting for this to you know. Sometimes the emails need to reload, and this one comes in from Rudy. And I only know one Rudy, and he's a comedian, so could be him. I don't know. I don't know if he really likes me, though, so I'm not really sure if he would write into the the show. Anyway, never orgasm again or have walking be your sole mode of transportation for the rest of your life. that's a good question, dude, because I'm wondering if I never orgasm again, is it because I don't, like, do I have a sex drive? Because if I don't have a sex drive, I guess it doesn't really bother me if I don't orgasm. But if I'm horny and I can't fucking bust one, that would suck. So I'd be walking. But if I just lost my whole sex drive and I'm happy, like, you know, playing video games and drive, at least driving my car, like, I'll take that. Let's okay, let's say I'm still horny but I never get to orgasm. So I would take I'd take walking. I would take walking. Otherwise it's kinda of like torture. Um would you rather your car was always in perfect condition and clean? Hold on. Or your house. Oh my car's always in perfect condition and clean or my house. Um Oh, and this is coming from Sean. And there's plenty of Seans that I know that could have written in. I know one Sean who's been on the show, friend of the show, Sean Hartophilus, been on the show twice. He's a movie director. So think about that. Um, I would probably rather my house is always in perfect condition and clean. I'm in it more, especially when it's in quarantine. But my car, I can always just go to one of those car, like the, you know, they're always... You know, Middle Eastern dudes that clean your car, you know? I'll just go there. Easy money. Um, Oh, dude, I'm not going to say easy money and not fucking play the clip. Easy money. Yeah, boy. Um, Would you rather visit every country in the world or be able to visit your top three fantasy lands? And I don't know what you mean. Does that mean like, like Star Wars and shit? Um, Oh, this is from Sean again. Double Sean. And I'm sorry, Sean, but I don't know what you mean. So I'm just going to save every country in the world. Next. And this one is coming in from Andrew. Would you rather shoot popcorn out of your dick when you jizz? Oh, Jesus. Or forever chew with the possibility of a popcorn kernel breaking your tooth? I'll tell you what, Andrew, that is a hard one. Tell you this, I've got fucking teeth of steel, bro. I still, I still open beer bottles with my teeth. Um, I and I, so, I sometimes, if at the bottom of the popcorn there's kernels, I still, I put them in my mouth and I chill them. So I'll take that, dude. I don't want, di- I don't want popcorn shooting out of my dick. Come on, Andrew. Um, would you rather be? Oh, this one's from Megan, and I've got an ex-girlfriend named Megan with. Um, you know we've got some beef. I think I had to give her a phone call about a year ago to try and settle it. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure where we stand, but it's okay. She's blocked me on social media, but that's fine. Um, that's what happens a lot of the times. I had to block Kimberly. I had to block Kimberly. So that's that's what happens when you break up. Sometimes. Would you rather be dumped for someone of the same or opposite gender? Um, I'm usually dumbed by someone of the same gender and that hurts. So let's next time, let's make it opposite and see if that hurts less. Let's, you know, see how that goes. Thank you, Megan. And this one from another Andrew, different email. Would you rather jump in a pool filled with used needles or have paper cuts in between all your fingers? Let me, get, let me get them paper cuts, bro. That hurts, but it'll heal. Thank you, Andrew. That, yuck, that makes me feel sick. Jared, this one is from Jared. Would you rather throw up every single day of your life or have explosive diarrhea every single day? I'll take that diarrhea, bro, because I just don't like throwing up. Um, you know, sometimes when you drink too much or you eat too much and you're so full that you know you'll feel better if you just yak, I can't do it. Oh, I'd rather just feel sick until it digests. Um, diarrhea, you feel so good after a diarrhea, bro. You squirt it, you spray a bowl and you're feeling good, dude. So I'll I'll take that diarrhea, dude. And maybe I'll lose, you know, lose a couple pounds with that shit just fucking spraying out of my back box. Um... Listen to this fucking... Listen to this fucking nerd and it's a girl. Imogen. Imogen. Would you rather live in a video game or real life but get $2 million? Um, get me that money, bruh. All the video games I play are violent than a motherfucker except 2K. But I feel like 2K, all you do is play ball and you get so tired, bruh, living in that life. So, um, I'll take that 2 milli, bruh. Cause my life's pretty dark with extra two milli. I'll probably go part time work three days a week, do mad comedy, mad pottying. Fuck yeah, dude! I'd do that. Thanks guys for the wood. You rathers, that was fun. Um, and uh, shit, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll. Uh, go in here and do some advice. We that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Uh, is this a cult and what should I do? Wow, that's too long. Sorry to hear that. And that is from Luke. Dude, you're gonna have to fucking email somebody else cause I'm not fucking reading all that to these people, dude. Um. Oh, this is a medical question. Let's see how long it is. And this is from Claudia. Wow. Is this from Teddy B's girl? It doesn't sound, it sounds too stupid to be from her, but no if it is. Um, okay. From Claudia. I burned myself with hot water a week, a week ago. Then I stretched skin broke. Now it's a burn slash scab. It doesn't hurt, but how do I tell how serious it is? Uh, I I've no know. Inflammation, pain. Uh, is it weeping, you know, is it pussy? If it's got pus, then it's infected. If you're saying it's just a scab, then, you know, that happens when you burn yourself, like, it's a scab. Leave it, uh, put some betadine or, you know, some sort of cream on it that's, um, anti, anti, um, septic, antiseptic cream, so it doesn't get infected. Uh, and I'd leave it out. I'd leave it. Uh, let it dry. You want it to dry. You don't want it to stay wet. You want that bitch to dry up. Don't pick the scab. Jesus Christ, Claudia. Um, you sound simple as a motherfucker, bruh. But I can tell you this much: we that need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. It ain't no fucking problem. Um... And this one is from someone called Ashton. So this is two females. The females love the advice section, I believe. Um, But uh, the headline here from Ashton is my grandma sent me beanie babies that are worth 20 grand as a gift. What should I do? She doesn't know the value, but I want to sell them because I'm financially struggling right now due to the virus. But I don't want my grandma to feel bad that I sold her gift. What do I do? Um... Well, one, are you sure they're worth 20 grand or is that the maximum they'd be worth? And you're just hoping, you know, sometimes with collectibles, things aren't always that valuable. Um, I have hundreds and hundreds of basketball cards and I thought, shit, I should check all these cards to see how much money I can get. And the answer to that is fuck all. Um, so I don't know if, if you're really struggling that much, honestly, if you're getting sent beanie babies, it just feels like you probably still live at home. So you're not really struggling that much. If you're a grown up getting sent beanie babies, there's probably something that says more about you than it does about your fucking grandma. Why does someone think that they need to give you beanie babies? The fuck is wrong with you, Ashton? And if you do live at home, you're not struggling, so don't sell them. Wait till she dies, then sell them shits and cash out. And I doubt they're worth 20 grand. Jeez. Some dude's in a cult, and you're sending me this shit. And I can't even read his shit, because he he sent the fucking longest email of all time. But it ain't no, prob- we ain't no problem. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Christ Ashton. Something wrong with you motherfuckers, bro. What do we got here? Um, how do I stop being so jealous of others? All right, let's listen to this. And this is from someone named Sun Deep. And that means that we are fucking bio, um, not degradable. We're, you know, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say. We are diverse fucking diverse here, man. I'm 21 and I tend to have a problem where I get jealous easily. It doesn't happen with everyone, but mostly, mostly my close friends. It isn't something debilitating in relationships I have, but I notice myself thinking jealous thoughts over stupid things sometimes. For instance, if my friend gets a higher grade than me on a test, we're both taking. I usually feel a little jealous instead of happy for them, even if I also got a good grade. Um, that might not be jealousy. That could be competitiveness, but let's keep going. Another example is job interviews. Before COVID hit, my friend and I were both looking for summer internships. I was applying for to company after company. I was getting nowhere. while well, pretty instantly, my friend got some interviews. Instead of feeling happy for them, I was angry. It's almost like I feel that I need to be superior to others, as horrible as that sounds. As I said, though, most of the time this hasn't been something that has impacted my relationships with others besides me being in my own head. I realized it's toxic, though, and I wanted to know if anybody could help. Well, I'll tell you this, people don't usually write in, um, to give responses to these. So I'll try and help. I'll tell you this, your name's Sandeep. And I'm thinking maybe you, because you come from an Asian country, um, I'm guessing you're Indian and I could, that could be racist, but I'm guessing cause you're from an Asian country, maybe you get pushed really hard by your parents and that could be part of it. You, you feel like you're not living up to the ex- expectations that they set. Um, and then when you see other people doing good, you're like, fuck, I need to, I need to pick my game up. Instead of being happy, you're sort of like disappointed in yourself. Maybe it's not so much jealousy. Maybe you're getting confused with jealousy. It could be competitiveness. Um, maybe it is jealousy, but uh, it sounds like it's only happening when people are doing better than you, right? Which Makes sense with jealousy, I guess, but it could be competition. It could be um, insecurity that you're not, you know, you're not doing what you want to be doing. And yeah, it could be a little bit of jealousy. Um, do you have any happy for, happiness for them at all? Um, dude, I've felt these feelings before and I'm fine. You know, um, you said it's not impacting your relationships. I've impacted romantic relationships heavily because of jealousy before. So you just need to be careful of that. But I don't know, dude. Just keep doing you. Control what you can control, man. Um, if you need to work harder, you need to work harder. Dude, I, dude, you're talking about applying to, for internships. Dude, I'm, I keep trying to get more sponsorships for the potty. Dude, I, I send fucking 50 emails a week probably and get fuck all back. Some people write back and say we're not interested and some people just don't write back, dude. And it is what it is. You just got to keep grinding, bro we got two. We've got two. And guess what? Both of them came to me. So sometimes you just got to wait for something to come to you, bro. I was lucky enough to have Joel from Bet With Joel on the show. And he said, I want to help you out. So let's let's sort this out. And then um, Phoenix Fitness just landed on my fucking lap out of nowhere. So, um, yeah, dude, sometimes things come to you. You got to do the work, though. You got to keep working because I've got no idea how Phoenix Fitness heard of me. It could have been from one of the emails I sent. Maybe I sent an email to a company and the person that works at that company also works for Phoenix and I'm like, not this company, but Phoenix can do this. Or maybe someone said to their friend, like, oh, this dude actually reached out for sponsorship. We can't do it at the moment. But maybe you guys can. You know, you never know. So keep working, bro. Jealousy, you know, you, you always want things. sometimes dude, I've got friends who are fucking buying houses and all this shit. I get a little bit jealous. You know, I'm still renting. I'm not even close to fucking getting a deposit for a house because I'm I'm financially I'm putting money into other shit. I'm, you know, I'm landscaping this fucking rental property. I'm fucking putting money into the potty. You know, I'm paying off my car. I get jealous when people are like, yeah, dude, fucking. New house. I've got, oh, yeah. I've, oh, I've got all these fucking stocks and bonds and shares and all this shit, you know? And sometimes I'm just like, fuck, why, why are you always talking? Like, why are we always talking about our pockets? I get a little bit mad or angry or jealous or whatever it is. I don't know. But, you know, people get jealous, dude. It's all good. Just don't, you know, just don't be a fucking bitch about it. And I'm in this group chat with the boys and we're all, they're all fucking talking about Oh, my interest rate's this much. Oh, and my interest rate's this much. Oh, and my dick's this big. Like, who gives a fuck, dude? You know? Um, You know, everyone's the fucking smartest guy in the world when it comes to which bank they're using and how much interest they're getting and which fucking, what they're investing in. It's just like, maybe, hey, let's just, let's be friends maybe and not fucking talk about our wallets so much or something. That's how I feel sometimes. I don't know. And that could be jealousy because I don't have these investments. I don't have the money to be doing that kind of stuff. Who knows? But it's not unhealthy, dude. It's just natural. I think you're... Dude, I think you're just Indian and you're putting pressure on yourself. Be less Indian, bro. Oh, shit. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Have we got uh, any more advice emails here? SOS crush on my friend. Oh, shit. Um, good day. My name is Baka, B-A-K-A. And you're lucky you don't have a K-E on the end of your name because Bakaki. now that's something you, you probably don't really feel like. And that's getting jizz all over your face from several cocks. Um... Good day. My name is Bakar and I, am dude, I feel like I'm getting a lot of foreigners today and I'm a bisexual female with a crush on my probably straight friend. I've always loved her so much, but it's only mutual plat- platonically and my self-realization that I probably want something more is looming over my head, like a sharp dagger. Let me tell you this, a sharp dagger should never be looming over your head. Let's be honest. Whenever I f- Think about her with someone else, my heart squishes up in pain. And when I'm around her, I'm always in a good mood. I also mind myself looking, at, find my. You, you're trying to say find. I also find myself looking into her eyes at unnecessary moments and wanting to pounce on her when she's vulnerable. And that's, uh, you know, that's a bit rapey, Baka. But Baka! But sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, I am absolutely sick. I wonder if it's just my teenage horniness or if I. Actually, I have feelings for my best friend. I do not want to accidentally do something I might regret horribly. Please help if you get this. Bakar. Baka! Um, All right, Bacar. Let me tell you this. Since you noted that you're a teenager, um, I'll tell you this. There is not one person from my teenage years that I still think about. You know what? That's a fucking lie. Two girls. There's two girls that got away. Both in relationships with, uh, I'm not sure. One of them with the guy, the next guy she was with after me. So that's like a could have been me situation, but I've got, you know, i got raped. And then the other one is, you know, with some dude, I don't know. I don't really know the guy though. But, um, well, actually now that I say that, I think I had a, cr- uh, had a crush. What the fuck am I saying? Had a dream about her brother last night geez, I was a Freudian slip and I'm kind of gay for that. Um, but uh, you're not going to think about this girl when, you know, when you get older, um, unless you remain friends and you always have this feeling even when you, but you probably, I wouldn't ruin a friendship. Um, especially if she's pro- if she's probably straight, if from what you can tell, if you're that close with her, you should probably know if she's straight or not, but Um, since you're openly bisexual, I feel like she would have told you if she was anything other than straight. So yeah, I guess she's straight. I would leave her alone. Um, if it's too hard to be a friend, don't be a friend, but, um, I wouldn't ruin the relationship. I would, uh, I would, you know, just be, you're young, you know, fuck it. Do what you got to do with who you got to do it with. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck a friendship up. I'm still friends with people I was friends with when I was a teenager, And that's probably largely due to the fact I didn't try to fuck him, dude, you know? So um, you said something in there. Uh, You said, I am absolutely sick. I just want you to know that you're not sick. You've got feelings for somebody close to you and it sucks to, you know, not be able to have them. Um, But, you know, feelings come and go and people come and go and, uh, um, you know, I think, I honestly think that you, um, you, you, you move on and time, you know, it's always time. I would leave, I'd give it a few more years until, you know, you see whether you're still friends, you see whether she's straight. And if you still feel the same way, you just fucking let her know. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Worst thing that can happen is she says, ah, oh, listen, I love you as a friend, but I'm straight and I'm trying to, I'm trying to. You know, I'm trying to get all this cock up in me, and I'm not really down for a, for a puss in my face or something like that. She might say that or whatever. So, you're not sick. You're just, um, you know, trying to get that, trying to, trying to get that twat. You feel me? i um, honestly though, it ain't no problem. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Where are we? How far, are we? dude, we're at an hour what a fucking hour. Um, there's not much going on in the news today. So I don't know whether I've got much poor posture because of coronavirus, man, like coronavirus, everyone's sending in coronavirus fucking shit. And I just don't care. I just don't care enough to even read them, to be honest. Um, Kim Jong-un shit, it's all conspiracy stuff. So I need some real shit. I need some Poor posture, I need someone like eating a pile of shit or, you know, shitting on somebody at work or something like that. That's poor posture. Doing crimes. Um, You guys are sending too much coronavirus shit in here. but Man, I love you guys, man. I love doing the podcast. I love it. Make sure you subscribe, man. YouTube, iTunes, um, you know, Spotify, whatever. Just subscribe and give give five stars reviews, give thumbs up, give likes, shares, shares would be huge if you could do that. Tell a friend to tell a friend. We're just trying to build this shit. And I need you guys to help me out with that. I do. I really do. Really need your help. So please just hit a share button once or twice, you know, when you, you know, when you see something add it. you know, add it to your story if you can, or like it, comment let's just make let's just make people see this shit you feel me make people see this shit let's build help me out man i'm trying to fucking do this shit for a living i'm making a few hundred bucks a month for this shit man I'm trying to make some cash and get the fuck out of my job i like my job though to be honest um yeah man keep watching the last dance um you know you've got the clay's reviews for the other shit you know what it is, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, write into the show when you've got suggestions for poor posture. You want some advice. You got some would you rather's, all that shit. Right, keep writing in. Um, suggestions for guests as well. I do, I do take them on board. I take the movie reviews on board as well, but it is hard. That list is huge as well of people giving me reviews to do. So um, it's tough. It's tough, but I'm trying to. I'm trying to work through everything, you guys. I'm trying to do it all. Um, I love you guys so much, man. Please help me out with the shares and all that. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves, man. This is welcome to the party. As always, fucking bum bon bong, bro. <laughs> Oh,